0: Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers. A transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner. Live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself. Change the world.
1: Hello, this is Dr. Kate Siner and this is Real Answers, and we've been talking about how to set an intention for love. And the first couple things that we were talking about were um, being clear and a being open to more. So getting really clear about what it is that you want, and then of course, uh, recognizing that you don't know everything and allowing even more to come in. So another important key to setting an intention is about feeling. So we set an intention uh, with these, this is what I want, you know, like that's, that's part of the intention. And then there is also the feeling that's associated with the intention. That can also be very important. So in other words, if we're setting an intention for bringing a partner into our life, And we have all this clarity about what the partner should be like and what we want the relationship to be like. But our feeling that we're feeling on a regular and consistent basis is a feeling of loneliness or isolation or disconnectedness. is not going to be incredibly helpful in bringing our intention online. It's sort of like we are missing a piece in the bridge. And so we have, we can see the other side, which is what it is that we know that we want. But we are feeling like we're on the flip side of things. We're feeling like we're not having it. So we actually want to get clear about what the, the feeling is that's associated with the intention. So if the feeling is connectedness or partnership or support or love or whatever, then we want to start to learn to hold that feeling in ourselves and in our day-to-day life. So by holding that feeling in our life, it actually helps us move in the direction of our intention. So uh, if uh, we become, you know, doubtful or we start to feel it's it's hopeless or whatever, we can actually reconnect to the feeling of what we're moving to, and it helps us stay the course. So when you imagine yourself with this love in your life, how is it that you feel? And you tune into your body and you start to say, okay, what is going on in my body? Where do I feel the emotion or the feelings that are associated with the intention that I'm setting? And um, if we... uh if Like if you check in, you might feel that there's like a warmth in your heart or you might feel this sense of like a place or, you know, a connectedness or something like that. There's actually physical cues, physical sensations that you want to pay attention to. And uh, And then what a lot of people don't know is that they can bring that feeling back online. So they can, uh, when, when they're feeling out of, you know, sort of out of alignment with their attention, the intention, they might not, uh, feel those feelings, but they can opt to feel them. So because you actually have access to all states of being in every single moment. So you can choose how you're feeling rather than feeling how you think you should feel in reaction to the events that are going on. And that's a whole different level of, you know, sort of mindfulness and intentionality that can be incredibly helpful in bringing things that you want into your life. Sometimes it can be hard to do this because of the baggage that we have, which brings us to the next category, You know, so sometimes if we can't access the emotion or we can't see what we want, or we don't feel like we can have it, it's because we feel that we don't deserve it or that we have some kind of unresolved emotions or negative beliefs that are holding us back from being free and clear to get what it is that we want. So this is clearing work that is really beneficial to being able to move you forward in the way that you want. So one of the techniques that I use is a breakthrough session. And the breakthrough session is really incredibly effective in clearing your emotional and mental patterns that are no longer serving you. So if you're wanting, if you're feeling stuck in your ability to move in the direction of what it is that you truly want, That something like this can be really effective in helping you um, clear out that old, this old stuff, the old stuff that's holding you back and move into this new way of being um, more effectively. So how do you know if you have baggage? Well, a lot of times our baggage is going to show up as... Um, you know, that sense of not deserving, uh, a difficulty in feeling the feelings that are associated with what it is that we want. Sometimes people's baggage shows up as not even knowing what they want. Like, so they can't get clear on what it is that they're, they're trying to create for themselves, um, because they've got so much baggage in the way, um, or they know it and it just feels impossible. Like that could happen to someone else, but that's not really going to happen to me. I don't have that as an option for myself. So when that is the case, um, you want to look at, okay, well, how do I need to shift? What do I need to get rid of? A really common place that this shows up in relationship is when we've left a relationship or a relationship is ended in some way. And at that point in time, uh, we can have all of this, you know, heard and, Concern and, um, you know, feelings that we can't have what we want that are up on the surface because we just ended something. We just ended a significant relationship. So uh, that is another time where it can be helpful to clear things out. Keeping in mind that there is a normal part of the process. So it's normal to have emotions around loss. And it is normal to go through periods of doubting or lack of clarity in areas of our life. So we don't want to fall into the habit of trying to get rid of every negative emotion. Sometimes our job is simply to feel what it is that is there up in, you know, uh, you know, our, our feelings of grief around losing a relationship, for example. Sometimes it's important to feel those feelings and just allow them naturally to run their course. Because in a healthy system, we'll feel the feelings. And then, you know, over time, they'll start to dissipate and we'll move on. And that's just like a normal cycle. and We don't need to interrupt that cycle at all. Um, When it becomes like... Uh, layer at, we like store up like all of the relationships that never worked for us or when we hold on to something for a really long time. So say there was a breakup and then, you know, years later we're still in this process of processing the breakup and in the pain of it and all of that kind of stuff. Chances are we've been holding on a little bit too long. We've got some other reason why we're not able to clear this you know, limitation or this baggage from our life. So you wanna look at it in terms of short-term and long-term short-term, feel your emotions, see if you get to the other side of it. If you wind up having, you know, either emotions that you don't feel that you can handle on your own or they last for a very long period of time, uh, you know, negative emotions that last for a very long time, then that's when you would benefit from getting some outside assistance or support and getting rid of the baggage or working on it more deliberately. So we're going to take another quick commercial break here, and uh, then we'll be back with more ways that you can set an intention for love in your life.
0: And educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, A Ph.D. in psychology and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesiner.com.
1: This is Dr. Kate Seiner, and this is Real Answers. And today we have been talking about setting an intention for love. And so uh, last we just talked about the feeling, like connecting with the positive of feeling that's associated with what you want. And this also getting rid of the negative beliefs or emotions that are holding you back from being able to move in that direction. Next on the list is remaining unattached. So a way that people get... mess up in their intentions is they either become positively or negatively attached to their intention. And no matter whether you're positively or negatively attached, chances are the flip side of that is also available to you. So in other words, you can, uh, if you are so invested in having that new relationship in your life, you might be denying the part of you that is afraid of not having the relationship in your life. If you're so afraid of having the relationship, you might be denying the part that really wants it. And, and so when you're trying to remain unattached to the outcome, what it's really saying is clear, clear things out a little bit. Be willing to live with or without whatever it is that you're setting your intention for. And what this does is it it sets a really nice like ground foundation for you to get more of what you want because you don't have that oppositional force that's there as well. So sometimes people set really big intentions for themselves, you know, they want the love of their life to come in, they want to meet their soulmate, they want to you know, be in that relationship for all time, really big. And then underneath all that is all the reasons that they haven't, they don't have that to date that also gets activated. And so then they wind up in this push-pull dynamic with their intention. And they may never realize it. So when you start to explore a little bit about why you want what you want, and recognize when it comes from a clear and positive place. And recognize that even if you don't have it at this particular point in time, you're still perfectly fine. And that you can relax into whatever is present for you at this point in time. So that you can... Uh, you That actually opens up more potential for you opens up more of an ability for your intention to really work its way through your life right so a, a good way to figure out whether or not this is you know you're kind of attached to your outcome is if you start feeling some kind of pressure or anxiety to realize what it is that you want if you're feeling discomfort um, anxiousness, like I've got to get it now. You know, you, you you're you know, you're on the scout on the lookout all the time for this love relationship that you want. And you know, the idea of not having it is leaving you sleepless at night and and or, you know, having you kind of feel obsessive about, you know, your path, then chances are you've got some attachment. That is not really serving you, you know, underneath the surface. So you might want to take a look at that. That's going to be, ch- chances are you're going to get at some of that when you clear out your baggage. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a way of being now. It takes a little bit of practice. So you actually want to practice that state of being okay with both having and not having what it is that you want seems kind of counterintuitive to set an intention, be so intentional, so focused on what it is that you want, and then at the same time say, yep, it's okay, even if I don't have it. But it works. It helps. So the next way that we can set an intention for love is to learn how to be more receptive. So a big challenge that I see that people face is that they are out into the world with what they want intentionally, but they haven't learned how to receive. So if you put all of your energy into doing, giving, acting, then there is not going to be a lot of space to welcome in what you want. So if you actually want a relationship in your life, you're going to want to both be able to receive love and have the space inside of your life so that a relationship can find a place to live there. And if you are not, if you know, if you haven't created that, then spending some time creating that, what would make my life more receptive to what it is that I want? You know, so sometimes we need to do things. You know, it's like you might need to do things like go on dates in order to meet people um, and see if, you know, they're a good fit for you. But you also need to take a look at your life and say, okay, well, you know, like could a partner walk into my life right now and would there be room? And if the answer is no, then chances are you need to work on a few things. And then the question is, if I had a partner in my life that was willing to show me the kind of love and attention and care that I really want, would that partner, like, would I be able to receive it from them? You know, sometimes we trick ourselves and we say, oh, yeah, of course, of course I could, you know, of of course. You know, I want that more than anything else. Why would I be blocked to receiving it? But if you start to look at, you know, are you receiving love from other places? Are you able to accept and open to relationships at lighter levels? You know, in other words, like, are you able to be open when you go on those dates? Are you able to support friendships in your life? Or are you able to take the, the, the smaller doses of love that come your way and really feel them and incorporate them? You know, if the answer to that is no, then you haven't done the like initial steps that are necessary in order to be able to do the bigger steps, right? So see it as like, um, uh, you know, um, a structure that you're building that you need the foundation. You need the basic level before you can get the advanced level. So start practicing you know, welcoming love into your life in different ways. You know, maybe there's, you know, like once again, like friends and families or or just the world, can you connect with, you know, love that's around you? Can you, you know, share in relatedness with other people? Um, And if you're blocked on those basic levels, then you want to start to do something about it. You know, if you want to be adored by your partner, but you have a difficult time when someone gives you a compliment, you might want to work on being able to receive the compliment so that when your partner comes into your life and wants to adore you, that it feels comfortable for you to, uh, to take in this kind of attention. So those are the last two here. It's about remaining unattached And about learning to receive, two very important steps of making your intention work for you. And so these are all skills when it comes to setting any kind of intention, not just an intention around love. And you can practice them. And as you practice them, it becomes easier and easier to know what you want, clarify and say what you want, and then to be able to welcome it into your life. So it's a really, it's a beautiful practice where you get to, uh, learn a lot about how to create, you know, more of the life that you really want for yourself. To offer you an invitation to go to my website, katesiner.com, K-A-T-E-S-I-N-E-R.com. And um, and check out some of the things there's lots of articles and and videos that might be uh, a good fit for you if this is the area you're working in your life. And you can of course check out a breakthrough session, which um, is a, uh, you know, an opportunity for you to clear out some of the stuff that might be holding you back from really getting this love and attention in your life. Uh, So Thank you so much for joining me here today, and I look forward to being with you again on Real Answers.
0: You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help.